Hello, and thank you for listening to Author Chats, a Quarto Group podcast featuring conversations with authors, editors, illustrators, and more. I'm your host, Mel Shewitt, and today I'm talking to Aura Lewis and Evan Sargent, the authors of We the People, the United States Constitution Explored and Explained. Aura Lewis is an author-illustrator with an MFA from the School of Visual Arts in New York City. She is inspired by fashion and culture from all over the world, playful color, vintage ephemera, and social activism, and her distinctive contemporary artwork aims at awakening the political potential of audiences both young and old. Evan Sargent is an intuitive creative director, strategist, and designer with a knack for seeing the big picture. Her background includes over a decade as an art director and creative director in advertising. More recently, she's become a political activist and community organizer, and We the People is her first children's book. With the 2020 presidential election right around the corner, there has never been a better time to take a closer look at the Constitution, the bedrock of U.S. politics. Inquisitive minds will have their questions vividly answered and new ones raised by a mix of striking illustrations and clear, engaging text in We the People, the United States Constitution Explored and Explained. Let's chat with Aura and Evan. you so much for joining me. I am so excited to talk to both of you today. Hi, Mel. Great to be here. Thank you. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about yourselves? And we can start with Aura. I am an illustrator and author of books for children and adults. Um, This is my third book so far, and I have a few more on the way. And I also illustrate for other platforms like magazines and products. I have three young kids, all girls, and so far I've lived in four different continents. <laughs> Evan? I'm Evan Sargent. Um, this is my first book. Aura and I have known each other forever, and so when we, we decided together that we wanted to collaborate on a book, I was very excited. I, um, I'm co-founder of a branding firm called Commit, and we build a brand in a day or a week based in Brooklyn. And I also have three kids, three boys. Let's dive into We the People a little bit. Who do you envision as sort of the audience for the book? Because obviously the book is aimed at, you know, a a younger audience. But who did you guys make this book for? And why is it so important to you that kids are learning about important documents like the Constitution from such an early age? Maybe we can start with Evan on this one. Yeah, so in terms of the audience, um, one thing I want to say is, we definitely, and we hear this a lot, like parents like it too. So while it's, while it's technically geared to kids, sort of, I think the age range is 10 to 14, something like that. We, um, we definitely envision parents and particularly moms also getting a lot of it out of it as well. But when it comes to kids, something that, that I think about a lot that just makes me endlessly happy is, uh, just the idea of growing up of, of a kid growing up with this book in their life, be that it's in their home library or taking it out from the library. Um, it's really a book about the constitution that's different, you know, that actually questions the constitution on every page. And that is, you know, really modern and fresh. And so I just love the idea 
of kids just growing up, like pouring over this book throughout their childhood, you know, not that they're necessarily even going to read it cover to cover, but just having it around and the, the impact of that on their life. Would you like to add to that, Laura? Yes. When we first were thinking of making a book together about this topic, we weren't sure what angle we wanted to take, but we knew it was going to be some sort of political book. And a first we were really thinking about ourselves when making this book like we sort of had been relatively new to politics and really wanted to kind of you know clarify and make things organized for for other women you know who are just like starting to get involved since politics has traditionally been really like a man's world and only I mean women have always tried to make them their voices heard in politics and, and we've seen recently so much involvement as well but um I think then we landed on making a book for young kids and like Evan said like we are thrilled that this is the avenue that we took but we did come with like this feminist uh viewpoint originally and uh yes with a mind to gear it towards older audiences as well so that kind of is actually the perfect segue for my next question, which is there must have been so much research that went into this book. I mean, it's 128 pages long. So I'd love to know a little bit more about how you guys divvied up the work. And if you could talk about your research process, you know, sorry, in general, but how you guys worked to create content specifically that is sort of politically balanced. It's a book for kids and it's a book to introduce kids to politics. And so it sort of walks that fine line of giving information without being too um, pedantic. So to answer the first part of that question, we, um, we wrote this on a really tight timeline, um, because we and the publisher Quarto really wanted to get it out, um, you know, to launch for the 4th of July and then be, um, in the market for plenty of time leading up to the, the 2020 election. So we, we spent more time developing the proposal and the concept for the book than we spent actually creating the book. So one, one sort of tactical fun fact I can share is that we, we made a whole Google Slides document and we were in different countries during most of the time we created the book. So um, we made a Google Slides document in the sort of approximate size and page number of the book. And we just, I think I worked from the beginning and Aura worked from the end and we worked our way in and we just researched away and just threw facts and things and notes and little snippets of writing into this document and sketches and everything until, until it was full. And um, that was really fun and very, very fast. We also met up a couple times to work intensively together in person and that's where we made really big leaps and bounds as well yeah it was it was like a super intense and crazy project but it was also a lot of fun we both like did a ton of research and writing and we edited each other um to make sure that it's it feels consistent of the same voice and we I, I feel like I learned so much by by researching. It was just like diving into all the material. And one thing, and I'll talk about this also with the illustrations, is that we really wanted to, while also bringing a historical context, um, of course, you know, we also really wanted to see how the Constitution um, has changed throughout history and is super relevant today, too. 
So that was like a really big angle that we took in our research and writing as well. Can you guys speak a little bit to the idea of this book being for children and sort of, like I said earlier, what conscious efforts you made to make it as politically balanced as possible? And we can start with Evan. Yeah, so that's really interesting. While the book is progressive leaning and we've had, you know, feedback that it's, that it's and, and reviews that say this book is definitely, you know, has a lean to the left. It is really balanced and the way, you know, we really wanted it to um, ask a lot of questions and rather than, you know, tell children what it is. So we, you know, periodically throughout the book, we, we show a debate, you know, and we'll have two kids sharing sort of opposing viewpoints and then ask the reader, you know, what do you think? And so in that way, we tried to make it, make it really balanced and really about wanting to explore more and wanting to, you know, explore your own viewpoint on things. Or you sort of already started talking about it, but I would love to, I just, I'm an illustration and book design person through and through. So I would love to know a little bit more about your illustration process. How did you fill up 128 pages with these illustrations? It was, again, it was a super fast process and crazy. I was like illustrating around the clock basically. And, um, I, we, we really wanted the illustrations to bring the constitution into the present and make it current. So while we of course have like historical context and scenes and, and, you know, few founding fathers, um, we really wanted to shift away from all of that and, um, yeah, and give the constitution really like a whole new look and make it like super fun for kids um, and engaging because traditionally the constitution, you know, is sort of like relegated to like the, it's like this old document uh, from the past. Obviously it's not illustrated. It can, it can sort of like feel a little boring or a little academic. And we really just wanted to bring it to life. So that was my, my main goal, the illustrations. Uh, another really important thing is that it was super important for us to bring a lot, like, a whole range of people, really diversity of people, all shapes and colors and abilities. And uh, we actually had several diversity and inclusion consultants come in. And, you know, Evan and I, you know, we, we recognize our, our position of um, was two white women. And it was really important for us to get other perspectives looking at our illustrations to make sure that um, we're not centering, you know, any particular group and really, yeah, really bringing we the people, like that spirit of how we we understand that today into the book. One thing that's been cool as I've been, you know, now that the book is out in the world and as I've been talking about it with people and answering a lot of questions about it, like we're doing now, I've realized that for me as a branding person, I realized that in a way we've we've like rebranded the constitution or we've we're, we're re-perceptioning the constitution. And so that goes down to the most granular details. For example, you won't see any parchment texture in our book. You'll notice our book is not predominantly red, white, and blue. It's just a rainbow of colors. As far as the color palette goes, you'll notice that we show the founding fathers in quotes 
very little in the book. We do because they, they wrote the constitution. And of course we talk about them and we have, have some bits about them and about the creation of the document, but we don't focus on that. We don't focus on the historical aspect of it. We rather focus on what's in the constitution and how that relates to today. And we do that with the language and the writing and also with every aspect of the illustrations and the design and that plays into that feeling for me that I have just knowing that kids will grow up with this book, you know, and any, you know, if I had a book about the constitution when I was growing up, which I, I may have, you know, but it probably had red, white, and blue stripes and a lot of ink illustrations of like men leaders during history. So we've kind of Reperceptioned the Constitution in a way. I think that is just brilliant. I got chills the whole time. <laughs> it's wonderful. I would love to hear about what you guys are each working on now. Evan, do you want to start for us? Yeah, so we are working on a new project together, but it's too early for us to tell you very much about it, but we're very excited. It's a totally different topic, um, equally dense and another big learning for us, which is so fun doing, doing all the research into something we don't initially know a ton about ourselves. Hopefully you have a little more time this time. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) I Um, I also can't, can't necessarily share all the details yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My final question is for uh, the librarians who are listening and I would love to just share with them if you guys can remember the first book that you checked out of the library and what it means to you especially this book of all books to be available to anybody who wants to get to know this historical never been more relevant document and and again we'll start with Evan on that one I unfortunately can't remember the first book I checked out of the library but that's because it was probably like I was probably a bait a tiny baby so I had you know, books, piles and piles of books from the library every single week growing up. And that really shaped me. I mean, reading really taught me everything I know and shaped who I am today. Um, So I wish I could remember specifically, but it was more about the quantity like that I remember is like the stack, you know? And um, of course the type of books that I wanted to read would change from year to year. But again, just the thought the you know, the accomplishment as a library person and a reader growing up, the sort of fact that we have created a book that is in the library is very exciting to me. That feels like the, you know, my life's greatest achievement. <laughs> I also wish I could remember the first book I checked out, but I also, I just remember that, you know, how I how much I loved going to the library and either you know finding that the book I wanted to take out was available or discovering something new um, was always just super fun and um, I, I I love books I love making books I love everything about books so to have our book in the library and accessible to kids is just so thrilling and um, we're so grateful. I'm grateful that you guys both had some time today to chat with me. Thank you so much for joining me on Author Chats. Thank you, Mel. Thank you so much, Mel. 
so much for listening to Author Chats. We the People is available worldwide, so please visit your favorite bookstore, library, or online retailer to find a copy for you and your readers. Enjoyed what you heard? Tell your friends. Share our podcast far and wide with colleagues by suggesting they subscribe to Author Chats on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever they listen to podcasts. And we'd be so grateful if you left a review so others can enjoy the podcast too. Special thanks to Scott Holmes for our theme music.